it's a bittersweet day, a great win for you guys, and then the disappointment with Chase. Can you just weigh in on that uh, dichotomy there? Yeah, that's uh, sort of the agony sometimes of a, of a four-car team when uh, you know one of them does so well. I mean, it has just an absolute flawless day. And I think, you know, with what William and the 24 and Rudy and, and that team did, you know, it shows you that you just, you just can't make any mistakes, right? You, you have to, these days more than ever, be flawless. And it means that the whole weekend's got to come together from qualifying to restarts, pit road strategy, as well as, uh, um, you know, pit stops and restarts. And, and they, those guys did it flawlessly, unfortunately. We had some mistakes. Um, I mean, the 48 was just off. I haven't, I haven't really downloaded with them. They, they, they were off. I'm not sure how they lost them the track position, but um, clearly, you know, miscalculation with the nine car, and that was huge. Um, he was stretching. He, he came in a little bit short uh, the first stop, and so they were trying to stretch it to get closer on the strategy of the others. And you always want to pad yourself here just in case there's a lot of restarts at the end. And um, you know, the, the, the fuel just wasn't there. So it was really unfortunate. And, and, and I haven't talked to Kyle. I, I just know there, I think it was the last section, he was speeding off pit road. And, you know, again, that's just a tiny little mistake, but it, it ended up being huge because I think, I think they had a car that could compete with, with William and, uh, and, and run, you know, one-two between those two guys or battle it out between them. If you had to go into Daytona knowing you needed to win to make the playoffs, how stressful would that be on you? And what, what do you think Chase is going through right now? I think we felt like we've needed a win for a few weeks. So, you know, I, I think that you always race to win. So it doesn't really change your mindset a whole lot. It just puts a little bit more pressure because of, of you know, what is at stake. Um, but I also know that they can certainly win there. So, you know, we'll, we'll do everything we can to, to gear those guys up. And, uh, you know, I think right now it's just more the disappointment that we had not. And, and I don't know. They had a great car. I don't know. If we could, because there were no cautions, I don't, you know, other than the one that basically he caused, uh, I don't know that there was a way to get him up there in a winning position today without some more cautions. But they had the car, and everything was going their way to be able to do that. So you certainly, we're just going to leave here disappointed in that. Um, and and then yeah, next week, I mean, you know, it's pretty much. The writing's on the wall. We know that we're not going to get all four of our cars in, into the playoffs, so we, we try to make sure that we um, get one more in there, and, and uh, I know those guys are capable of doing it, and it's, it's crapshoot at Daytona, right? Anything can happen. We'll go to Nathan, then to Dustin, then to Jim. Nathan Song with a podium finish. Jeff, um, probably fair to say that this is Williams' breakout season, so just kind of throwing it back a little bit, does his breakout season at all kind of remind you of your breakout season almost 30 years ago? Uh, I mean, I love what I'm seeing out of the whole team, and, and it's hard for me to go back 30 years and remember exactly how that went down. But, um, you know, for, for us internally, it's, it's just been this, this nice progression to see he and Rudy clicking the team and, and just everything coming together this year. And, and, and then, you know, the race cars are there, the pit stops are there, but then William's just doing a phenomenal job, and you can see his confidence is there. And, um, you know, racing with, with some of the best out there on the road course today and, and with a lot of pressure on the restarts and, um, you know, to be able to get to the lead. And, and he just he did it perfectly today. So it just goes to show you his maturity and, and his confidence huge and, and get kind of whatever you want to call that, those, those five races that, that didn't go the way that they wanted him to, that, that just puts it in the rearview mirror. So I think it's all just looking forward now. And uh, in regards to Williams' development, he's talked a lot about uh, how hard he's worked on trying to get better at road courses, his work with Max. 
would you consider this road course victory maybe one of the final pieces of his driver puzzle, or do you think he still has more areas where he could get improved? Well, you never stop improving. I mean, that that you know, all the way up to my final race, I'm you know was working on something. So, um, but I do love his you know tenacity and and just you know the the way that he approaches every single weekend, and and when you have a driver like that, that is saying give give me as much information as I possibly can whether it's pit road or restart selection or or you know gear selection what you know braking zones all those things like William does he gets in the sim you know he's it's it's about helping to develop our tools and make them better as well as make the himself better and the team better and and he's all in and you know I, I mean you still have to have the other ingredients to go along with it and I think that that's what's making them have a, a standout breakout, you know, type of year because the effort they're putting in as well as the, the tools that they have at their disposal. We're going to go to Chris and then Holly and then wrap with Andrew. Chris, MikeAtchens.com. Uh, Jeff, I was just curious how you felt like the organization was heading into the playoffs. There doesn't seem to be a clear favorite of a team going into the playoffs because of the cars and the racing this year. Yeah, you know, as soon as you think, oh, man, they're hot and and watch out for them, it seems like two weeks later, and what happened to them? You know, it, it's 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 crazy. I, 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 you know, I'm not as in it as much on the engineering side and, and you know, everything that these guys are doing of, of how – but I, I hear the debriefs and, and I get enough of the information to realize that, I mean, you can be – it looks like you could be way off. And it's just the tiniest little thing that that you adjust or change, and all of a sudden you're back right back into it. So you can see every team is trying to hit on that every weekend and and struggling. It doesn't matter how good they are, and so I think that's that's what's going to be critical is is as you get into these playoffs of just making sure that that you hit it more times than the other guys, and then get yourself to Phoenix, and then make sure that that you you do it one last time. Go to Holly. Hi, Jeff. Holly Kane with the NASCAR Wire Service. Um, just about William, how important is it to see him now succeeding on all different kinds of courses? Because that's going to be huge when it comes to the playoffs, and it probably also speaks to his uh, you know, doing well and, and growing and learning as a driver and overall. Yeah, I mean, he's capable of winning everywhere. And, and you know, I know for us, as we look at drivers and evaluate drivers, that's what you're looking for, is somebody that's diverse, um, somebody that's aggressive but also knows how to save the equipment when they need to. Um, somebody can stay calm, you know, in, in stressful situations. And and you want them well-rounded as far as the tracks that they compete on, but you want them well-rounded as, as a person too. And, and you, know, you know, you see William's demeanor. He's pretty calm and cool off the track, but, but you know, he's, uh, he's aggressive on the track. And that's, that's everything you can ask for out of a driver. And we'll wrap with Andrew. Andrew Laguerre, Elmira Star Gazette. Jeff, just wondering if you have any thoughts. Back-to-back -back races, I think one caution total. I'm just wondering why we had such clean races two weeks in a row on road courses. Well, first of all, because we're not stopping for the stage breaks. You know, I'm not saying I'm voting for it or against it. I'm just saying that that was a change. And so, we, you know, just those two, um, you know, parts of the race where you're bringing it under caution and stacking everybody back up is more opportunity to have people bumping and banging and, and you know, creating more cautions, uh, as we all know. So um, 
I mean, honestly, I watched that race today, and I, I, I felt like I was watching races from the 90s. You know, it just, to me, it was the kind of race that you used to see at, at, at road courses. I, you know, I, I laugh throughout, you know, my career of, of, I remember a time where people were saying, why do we have two road courses? You know, the road course races aren't very good, and, and it's, you know, just kind of strung out. And then we went to double file restarts, and then we went to stage racing, and all of a sudden the road courses are unbelievable and amazing. And, um, and, and you know, now I think we've gotten better on the mile and a half, uh, and I think the, the, the super speedways seem to be really good, but the short traction road courses need a little bit of work. And NASCAR's certainly aware of it, and they're, they're trying some things to, to sort that out. But, um, you know, it's just hard to get close to the car in front of you to then be able to dive bomb them and, and make some of these risky moves that then might turn into more cautions. And, of course, we all know that uh, we're not seeing a lot of failures like we used to, you know, either, whether it be brake or engine or transmission. Um, you know, this stuff's pretty robust and, and uh, durable.